0: Hey there, humanoids. This is David Shoemaker here with a very exciting announcement. Your favorite wrestling podcast feed, The Ringer Wrestling Show, is now going daily. And you can hang out with me and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays for The Masked Man Show.
1: And you can join me, Peter Rosenberg, alongside Stack guy Greg and Dip every Tuesday with Cheap Heat. And on Fridays, I'll welcome a friend or special guest from the world of wrestling. Now
0: Wednesdays, we have a very special new show called Wednesday Worldwide, Worldwide that you're going to
1: want to check out. Pay-per-view reaction, one-of-a-kind interviews, fantasy booking, talking about bagels. That's what we do here on The Ringer Wrestling Show.
0: Follow the show now on Spotify.
1: And do us a favor. Give us five stars. And do us another favor and uh, stay mage.
0: All right, we are back. Where were we? It, How are we back, Mike? There is no. We're back from Thursday. Don't get smart with me. I just did something you wouldn't understand. Had a. Uh, did some man work over here, moving some stone in the backyard, doing some landscaping. You did or your dad did? Well, I was out there with him for an hour. <laughs> then I had to cut out because I was like, Dad, I got to go record a thing. And then you can keep shoveling rock. So, yeah, I'm
1: happy about that. So you move your dad from Boston for the slave labor? The levels
0: on my recording right now are so disturbing to me. I can't even discuss it with you. You wouldn't <laughs> understand. It's like the man's work. You wouldn't understand
1: it. So It's good. No one needed to have you on the recording anyway today.
0: Most most predictable open of all time, Kyrie Irving. Who? Your thoughts? Every single podcast under the sun has been talking about him. I'd like to get Jesse's thoughts. Sport. Nobody has sports boy yet.
1: I think that the biggest implication to the card market world is that uh, Doncic, Don, Donkey, how do you say it? Is, is it, it Doncic? Is it Donchich? I believe so. I think he it's, is going to benefit the greatest of all of this. But I do think uh, Kyrie joining the Cavs or Mavs is a very good thing as far as them getting a title, uh, their chances of getting a title.
0: Kyrie is an absolute trash bag, and that is an insult to most plastic trash bag (laughs) apparati on the planet.
1: It doesn't mean he's not good. He is the worst
0: form of a cancerous teammate I've ever seen in my life. I think he is the most overrated superstar of all time. He's lazy. He only plays when he wants to play, when circumstances are absolutely perfect and ideal. The last time we saw it work with Kyrie was when he was a clear number two, not to Kevin Durant, which, by the way, he's a clear number two to Durant. Those clowns got swept last year by the Celtics, but was when they won a championship with the Cavs and he was under LeBron. I don't know why in the world you would bring this, this buffoon in. Like, I just think he is, I think he's going to ruin everything. Dallas is just, I don't know. And Simmons said this on his podcast earlier too. He should have come on and said it on here too, but he didn't want to, which is fine. (laughs) Um, Like you don't sign Jalen Brunson last year, which at this point looks like a, like, Honestly, you probably could have got him below his market for what it is right now. Why why would you trade up assets to get Kyrie? I, I don't get
1: it. I, I really don't. Wait, but he they traded two average players. I mean, I, what is it? Din Dinwiddy and um another guy. I can't remember, Fiddle or Finney or something like that. Yeah, Finney. Yep. I think they're they're both okay. I think the points average somewhere around like I don't know, 16, 17 a game, Yeah, but
0: they're good. They're very good contributing
1: role players Maybe more, but yeah, well, but the and only thing it. is, is that like they, I read something that said, uh, Doncic is known for, he, I think he's actually number one in the league for first quarter points. And Kyrie is number one in the league for fourth quarter points. And Lucas typically by the end of, he gets gassed by the fourth quarter He doesn't put up as much. So it's kind of like a really good fit to have Kyrie. If Luca can play with another player, which the teammates uh, or the coaching and staff say that they think he can. So that from a, what are they supposed to say?
0: Hang on. What are they supposed to say? We just (laughs) traded for this guy and he's going to be a a terrible human being, (laughs) a garbage teammate. He's been that everywhere. That's
1: fair. They wouldn't say any different. I'm just saying from a non, like as a person, I dislike him as a player it seems like there could be a really good potential for the Dallas Mavericks to go very, the very far. The guy just
0: was playing with Kevin Durant and couldn't make it
1: work. I mean, like, how- but he, did, and obviously he didn't want to be there, right? Like we, we saw Dude, several things. Dude, he doesn't things. want to be
0: anywhere. He wants to just hang around and sail off the edge of the flat earth and go through space and then come back. <laughs> Terrible. I think this is the worst. Now the upside is, yeah, it clicks for some weird reason and two. Super ball heavy, ball handling guys find a way to work together. And don't get me wrong, I think there's going to be flashes where it's like unbelievable. This is the greatest backcourt we've ever seen. It's amazing. Because talent wise, he's up there with anybody. Like those might be the two most talented players in the league. But if you can't, like if everybody hates you and you give up on your team every other week, it doesn't matter how talented you are, you're useless. I just think it's a horrible trick. Again, I think we're going to get these people though. And we're gonna. And this is my spin to the card market, and I've been wrong about some of these big moves in the past. However, please take a pause before people go out and buy Kyrie stuff. I, I saw this a lot on social last night. People were like, "Yeah, but now he's got a chance. He's got Luca, and hey, him and Luca are gonna take over the West together." I, just please, please take some use some caution here. People are gonna want to rush out and get this thing because I think he's gonna be the next phenomenal backcourt dynamic duo. And I just don't forget who Kyrie is. He's a guy who quits on his team, who whines as soon as things get tough, and he and he gives up. I would not spend any money on this kid. Now, selfishly, I have a few Kyrie rookies out of 2012. I think I got a Prism and like some hoops, some old stuff. And he's an older rookie at this point, so his pops aren't high. So he has some value there. I hope there's a little bit of a spike so I can dump all of his garbage. But I, I wouldn't. I, I honestly and I could maybe we're wrong in three months and it's like these guys clicked and somehow Kyrie becomes a totally different human being. I don't think there's any chance in the world that happens. I still don't think you're doing anything more than winning one playoff series, which you were going to do without him, and you've now given up assets. I hate it for that. My only issue with this for the hobby world is just, please, let's not buy into this hype that Kyrie and Luca are going to be the next Steph and Clay, the next Jalen and Jason. It's just, I, I just think this is going to be a total disaster. Which means it'll probably be great because I'm probably going to be wrong.
1: <laughs> I am curious. What did you buy Kyrie at? Do you know? Because he is up oh, like, no, over the last two weeks. He's up 32% uh, over
0: people the, were anticipating the trade. And over the last yeah. three
1: months, he's still up 10%. So, I mean, yeah, obviously there's people have not taken your advice that you're giving in this very moment uh, so far.
0: Well, the advice is not to go out and rush and buy on the high. I mean, you're talking 10% over months. It's not exactly like he tripled overnight.
1: He's up 30-something percent in the last two weeks, I said. So, sure. I mean, they've obviously been buying him is since this has happened. There's some sales in the last 24 hours, obviously, since the news broke. I'm making the point that I, I'm wondering if everyone is going to, if this is, because right now his pricing is not that high compared to where it's been in the last six months. He actually has been higher. So, I don't know if this is considered the high. He is higher, but I think it's warranted. Why? Because what, what we just talked about, like where, granted, as a person you don't like him, but as a player and as a performer, as a he pl- is
0: not as a person. As a player and a teammate, everybody I've yet to hear anybody
1: say they think this is a good move. I think this is a horrible move. Did you not just say that you you thought he played well? He's a very skilled player, didn't you? Is just he say a that? talented player? Yes. Does
0: he contribute to winning? Never. Uh, okay. Except for the Cavs. I was about like to say, you ago. did say you won at the Cavs, but that's okay. Oh, sure. Six six years ago, sure, he was great. Six years ago, I could play full court basketball and run like I wasn't three feet tall with a gut <laughs> hanging over me. I mean, a lot of things change in six years.
1: My thinking is that when the the guys in the back office, the coaching staff, whatever management chooses to trade for Kyrie, They probably do it considering all of those things as well. So there may be, and I think those people in the front office are absolute donkeys. That's fair. That those idiots didn't sign Brunson for
0: what would have been a deal, and now you've traded assets for this guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think this is a a horrendous trade. I think if you have any Kyrie stuff and you were looking for an exit, as Jesse just said, there's obviously some guys buying him and believing the hype, which is fine. I think I would, I would just move out of it, everything right now. If he's up thirty percent in the last couple of weeks. I think I would take every advantage of this situation and move it because I just think it's a matter of time before he just starts an absolute fire there like he does everywhere else. I just hope there's no detriment to Luca. Like, I think Luca is mentally a tough enough guy. Luca's the leader of the team. I think he's okay, but that's my, that's my other fear there.
1: I mean, Luca's also up quite a bit um, I, ever since the trade 24 hours ago, that is. I mean, ever since. It's only been a, a day, but basically, he's up. Uh, I think in the last twenty four hours, maybe like ten percent or something like that. He was selling for at two thousand for his like uh, Luca. I'm sorry, his 2018 Prism Silver. It was selling for two thousand. It's now at twenty two hundred. Yeah, over the last twenty four hours. So,
0: I mean, when was the sale before that?
1: The third. There's a lot. I mean, there's twenty one hundred of those. So that, that, that actually sells quite often. What
0: was the one before the third?
1: Excuse me. There was one yesterday. The fifth uh, was the one that was 2,200. The one that was yesterday, the day before was 2,000. The second one was on the third or the third one was on the third for 2,300. Yeah, it's all 2300. There, there was one that was 2,300 on January the 2nd. So he's the same. So he is the same, but he, I mean, he is still up since that has happened. But he was up higher before
0: it happened. That's what I mean. I, he
1: has had moments, but all of these guys have had, were up before this. It just depends on when. Obviously, he hasn't done anything. He had a, he should be down right now because he's injured. Luca's injured with like a heel spur contusion. I don't know. Uh, So he was actually out since the fourth or third or something like that. Yeah, he's missed the last two games. Yep. So there's really no reason for him to be up other than this.
0: But I'm saying like two weeks, you just said on the third, he sold for 2300. That was before the
1: trade. That was before the trade. The sure. the one that he sold. And I'm sorry, I got the date wrong. The little mouse is hard to get the time or the date right. Uh, January 30th, 30th, it looks like, is when he sold for twenty three hundred dollars. That was again before his injury. Now, I'm just saying that there is only one reason why he would be up right now, because he since dropped after the injury, but since the news came out, well, what he's was up. the
0: other sale after the injury? So you just said it was 2,300, 2,000,
1: 2,200. The other sale after the injur- injury was $2,075. So it went down to 2,000. So
0: this, this is just the ma- This That's what I'm saying. This is just a matter of there wasn't another one sold. It sold for 100 bucks more because somebody wanted the card. That's not somebody paying more because Kyrie's there. There's not been another sale. And he sold for more before the trade. So
1: he was at 2,000 after the injury, right? He went up to 2,075, which is, again, not very much. And then he went up to 2,200. After the news broke.
0: Yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with the news. Like, I think that's just the last one that sold. Okay. This card could sell today for two grand, I think. I'm very argumentative today. <laughs> I won't apologize for it, but I don't feel great about it. You're yeah, fine. there's been no movement on his pricing, though. Like on Facebook and stuff in the groups, you see his Instagram pricing. He's the same. Like, you haven't. there hasn't been really any movement. Those cards just don't come up for sale all the time. That's why there's been three in the last week. One was higher. One was in the middle. One was higher. I mean, those cards come up for sale quite a bit, Michael. But that's okay. Well, you just said there's three in the last week, correct? That's not quite. A, I mean, that's quite like a they're bit.
1: selling every day. I mean, not sure. every single day, but yeah, quite a bit. I think that's quite a bit. And I so to make my point a little bit, if you go to the PSA nine, same card since his uh, after uh, the injury, he went down to six hundred and sixty dollars on that card. As of yesterday, that card sold for eight hundred and ten dollars. What did it sell for before that? Before the injury? Yeah. Before the injury, it sold for $760. Give me, like the, last five, give me the last five sales. Here's the thing. You will be correct in the sense that you, the pricing was up to where it is right now in those sales. There there were times where the sale the price was higher. However, again, there's no reason for it to be higher with the fact that he's injured. Agree to disagree. And that's Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's that's fine. I think that's well covered other than did you have any feelings on the Nets? I don't think the Nets are in as bad a shape as people think either. Okay, You got back two
0: players who are going to contribute. I still think at some point this year, Simmons, not for the hobby's sake, but I do think Simmons contributes to that team and Durant was playing at a top five, top three level before the injury.
1: Do you think they played better without him? Maybe like he was dragging them down in some sense or no, that's not a, that's not it's a real possible. thing. You
0: had two contributing pieces who actually want to be there and want to play. And you get rid of a cancer and Durant comes back. I could see them still being a top three. Like that team's not beating the Bucs, probably, and you're probably not beating the Celtics. Philly? Maybe. I don't trust Philly in the playoffs. So that's what I mean. I don't think I actually think this is a it's not a, a big negative for the Durant market. Because at this point, a lot of guys are holding Durant stuff like myself. Cause the thinking is still like, man, this guy's a top 15 all-time player. Still is an outside shot to win a championship before he's done again. And his market just absolutely imploded the past two years. Like of all the um, like t- top end, high end like talent superstars of any sport, he might have been affected the most in the past couple of years, which is kind of wild. Like his stuff has come so far down that I do think that this just kind of makes it maintains it. And it's not the worst thing that's ever happened.
1: Um, as far as Kevin Durant pricing goes, is it the? I know he's injured right now. Do you think this is a good time to buy?
0: I don't know if there's a rush to do it. I don't think it's a bad idea, but I don't, I don't think there's any like imperative for me to go out and buy Durant today. See when he comes back, see what the team looks like with like, Kyrie. Okay. We'll go from there. Okay. The only advantage I would say, by the way, the one positive to this Kyrie trade for Kyrie and Luka is they're not in the East. Oh. I, I think the four best teams in basketball come playoff time are, are in the East Division or in the Eastern Conference. That's a good like point. The Celtics, I don't want, you don't want to mess with the Celtics and the Bucks in the playoffs. I actually think Brooklyn's strong Again, because of what we just talked about. And I don't trust Philly, but Philly is still on paper, potentially. I mean, Embiid, any given night, could be the best player on the planet. You don't want to play that team either. Out West, like, do the Nuggets scare anybody? We've never seen them win big playoff series. So, I mean, there's not that much fear. The Warriors are falling apart without Steph being healthy right now. So, I wonder, although they scare me if they make it. The Suns, you know, still on the fringe. The Pelicans have dropped like a rock. Memphis. That's what I mean. Like I think the West is still very winnable. So that is the only thing I would say in the box of pros and cons. It's the only pro. You're playing in a very
1: weak conference compared to the East. Um, as far as the Nets go though, man, I didn't realize they were so I guess I haven't checked this recently. They're they're only four and a half games back from number one. That's what I'm saying. Without Durant. Man. Yeah, they're right in the mix. Yeah. Okay. Um I I I don't want to lie. I've been getting a little more excited about talking basketball. We haven't talked really much basketball at all. Um, is, is this the perfect time to reapproach Simmons and be like, "Hey, we're we in your territory now. Time to I come on." February of the I'm month. Done. I'm I'm done trying to <laughs> plead, beg and
0: plead. I want the man to come on the podcast. I can't continue to. As long as you keep signing the checks, I guess I can be happy.
1: That's, that's so. fair. Uh, what about LeBron? Before we move off of basketball, or I mean, I don't know if you had anything else before. I've got a couple football takes, but. Do you care about the tomorrow night being possibly the night where his game he reaches all time score? No, I don't. Okay. I don't know that the hobby will either. There's so much disdain for
0: LeBron. And a team that's like not even gonna make the playoffs this year. It's wild. So I don't think there'll be much of a bump, but who knows?
1: Oh, it's already baked in. I mean, the pricing has has definitely bumped over the last couple of weeks. Um, maybe the last month even, because as of, if you look at his two thousand three tops chrome, the base PSA ten, which there's only twenty two hundred of those since the beginning of the year, that started at like fifty one hundred bucks, it's selling at like almost eight thousand dollars right now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's like tons and tons of sales going on since then. Um, same with like his two thousand three tops, uh, not the tops chrome, but the tops where he's like holding tops the paper. jersey. Yeah. Yeah, uh, That one's up, I think, like 20% or something in the last that's couple of weeks. That's doing like
0: 2500 bucks now, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, that's I, good. Beginning of the year, it was like around 1800 maybe close to 2000 but yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're still amazing to me. They're they're four games under 500 and two games out of the 10th seed. Like, what, what is going on? So that's I, I, why know I think, like, if you bought... Age, I know at his age, it's amazing and the numbers and all that. I have no use for a guy who... Everybody in the league makes the playoffs now. You have 10 teams in each league, and they're two games out of the play-in round? I, I just, I, I have no use for that guy anymore. It's, it's, this is becoming, it's not Brett Favre at this point, obviously. That's too dramatic. But it is becoming laughable how little his numbers are contributing to any sort of winning on the court. It, it's kind of wild. And granted, I hate LeBron, so I'm biased on this. But I, I don't understand how you could be that. And that's, I think that's what the hobby, like there started to be some recognition on his rookie stuff But I honestly, I don't know that his card market ever comes back anywhere near as strong. Some of these other guys, when the market really turns, I could see there being like this big rush. Kobe stuff could spike again in the next year or two years when there's a big spike, big economic change. Like the vet stuff, Bill Russell's, Jordans, Birds, all that. I could see that. If LeBron keeps going like this, I think there's gonna be such like hatred of him in the in the hobby. I could see his stuff not really taking off like some other people if we were to see like a sport wide. Um, jump in the market. Here's the thing. I think, Hot take. I think Hot take.
1: you and probably a Hot. good amount of people that listen to this specific show are probably in the same boat. I, I saw something on TikTok last night. It was showing like uh, an interview with Michael Jordan uh, saying like he just won a championship or something. And he's saying like, you know, I'm not saying I'm the greatest in the world and, you know, team ever and stuff like that. And then cuts to LeBron James like a week or two ago or something. I think I'm the greatest, saying, like, in, I'm the greatest in the world. Yeah. Like, sure. it, it, And so to me, I agree, the lack of humility is like disgusting and it's annoying, but I do unfortunately think like there is a world where these TikTokers who rule the world and think that they are the best, they're 10 out of 10 in everything they do, they think you have to say that, like, you have to say you're the best at everything to be a part of their society. And I feel like that's what we're seeing. There's going to be a lot of people, a lot of young people who think Oh, LeBron's my hero. He he's, he dominated. I'm going to dominate just like him. I'm going to be the best. And I don't know, it's disgusting, but I think because of that, he will continue to have a market. However, all that being said, I think if you have LeBron, he is going to drop significantly after the game where he becomes all-time scoring leader.
0: Yeah, and by the way, we're talking about two very different things. You're talking about his humility and off-court stuff. I'm saying on the court, he's not winning games anymore. I don't care that he's putting up inflated numbers at 38. It's it's becoming a stain on that resume of, like, at least Jordan left when he was old. Kobe hung around too much but went out with a bang, and Kobe had an attitude about him. We like that. This is just kind of like the guy's sticking around, and he's not winning, and it just looks weird. I don't. I don't know. I do think there's some lasting... To him, that,
1: it's like I think like in his mind, he's still playing great. So why did, I mean, even though he's not winning, his team's not winning, if he performs well.
0: I guess, and I, I just think the market is going to respond adversely to that if it continues, because it is, it becomes an issue in basketball, especially more than any other sport. Football with quarterbacks, maybe second and the only thing close. But with basketball, how many rings do you have? Yeah. Like that's a huge thing. And the fact that they are missing the playoffs again, potentially. Is just weird, man. I don't know.
1: Not a fan. Um, Do you want to know, or do you have a guess as to which football player in the Super Bowl whose uh, card has... Can
0: you wake up? You, I, Where's your energy here? You, It keeps coming and going. You were fired up. Now you're falling asleep on me. I'm not- Fire it up, big what guy. What are you talking...
1: To- you're not the in the office. Boy rally. You're the one who decided you wanted to stay home and move rock. You could be in the office. We could be having There's a great time. No, I don't want to hear your...
0: That's what I'm talking about. I like it. You got your pulse back. I'm excited. That was it. Fire it up like that.
1: Hey, Michael, of the two teams in the Super Bowl, who God. has performed the best as far as card performance over the last uh, three months? Whose card is up any, the most? Any player on the Super Bowl. Percentage team? wise, I should say. No, that's what I'm saying. Of the two, of the two teams, what player whose Travis percentage Kelsey. is up? Dang it. That's right. I didn't think you were gonna get that. Travis Well, Kelsey. You're in a
0: smug mood. I knew you were gonna try to trip me up so it wouldn't be a quarterback <laughs> or something obvious. And I could tell by the sleepy tone in your voice. It was I a tight end. I don't have a sleepy tone in my no, voice. No, no, but let me, let me explain to you because a tight mm. end and you were thinking in your head like I'm a little sleepy. I'd like to be tightly tucked in bed, tightly tucked, tight end. Travis Kelsey, next question. Look at He's smiling. He doesn't want to admit he's happy with that. I'm not happy. I'm
1: angry about
0: it. Travis I'm a little Kelsey. angry. I sold a Travis Kelsey Tops Chrome rookie refractor about two, uh, about a month ago, three and a half weeks ago. I forget the grade, but it was like 70 bucks at sold for live auction. Spot on. Comps were 60 to 75. It was spot on. That same card now is like $110. Jeez. His stuff is, wa- yeah. I don't know why. I love his attitude. You know what it is with him? He's super likable. Oh, and he's like, I, he's grunk. funny.
1: Yeah. And I like, yeah, I like him a lot. I can
0: picture you and Travis Kelsey like doing bro hugs and like. Stop trying to make me
1: happy. Don't you dare try and make me happy. Listen to the tone though. The energy's no, way up now. You I, just needed a little fire. I was serious. There wasn't a tone lack. It was just a serious, we were having a serious conversation. There wasn't a lot of banter going on. It was just it was a l- Hey, so Travis Kelsey is up 120% over the last three months. 120% for his 2013 Prism card. Listen That's to this guy. Insane. He's
0: an animate. I love it. 120, baby. I'm 120%
1: for I'm his excited. PSA 10. Are you now- wearing
0: your are you wearing the plum colored shorts? What do you have They're on there? Plums. I just saw you. They're pink. I'm Those wearing are the pink shorts.
1: It's it's like thirty-two degrees out, and I'm wearing shorts and I love it. Gives me the energy, but, you got, I need. but you're bundled up in a hoodie. Well, the top half gets a little colder than the bottom half. It's weird. Do you ever stand Which is for more you're than a, fifteen minutes? You're a sweater, my you're a big sweater. My leg. I've found that I stand for more than fifteen minutes. Part of my thigh goes numb. Is that weird? Does yours do that? Like you could put out a hot poker on my leg and I wouldn't feel it. Honest question. Is over under forty years. Over under forty. Is that give me bad. I don't <laughs> give know. give me the over under. Over under 40 years old. You could say it's a superhero thing. Like, I can't feel pain. I can't feel pleasure in it either. But I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe it's worth it. Just that one section of thigh, though. I wonder if you had Superman's heart, like
0: what we would. (laughs) I just I don't know. It's comments like these that make me nervous. Here's my other thing, too. Is Simmons signing us as if it's a one man show? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't like post post you lose the football. heart. You lose the heart. That would be bad. I'm not the one losing oh. <laughs> heart. I
0: can tell you of the two of us, I can firmly say I am not reaching the top shelf and I am not the one
1: losing heart. My can, heart that. is fine, bro. Don't even. Okay. Who do you think is second? Who do you think is the next one? Who I mean, percentage wise? Be, uh, let me think here. You won't get this uh, Isaac one. Isaac Pacheco. No, but that's a oh I am happy with that guess. Juju, Juju Smith Schuster. I forgot he was with the Chiefs. He is up 30 uh I'm sorry, 43% over the last Amazing. three months. He is this according to the player index. that we're doing? Uh no, I this is uh, specifically on his 2017 oh, Prism gotcha, gotcha. Silver PSA 10. Okay. Uh so I was just pulling up multiple players from both teams to see who's done what. Sadly. AJ Brown is up only five percent over the last three months. I thought I would have thought he'd be up way, way more. Uh, but it is nice to know that Jalen Hurts is still up twenty five percent. He hasn't really done much, I think, since we last talked about him. He's still hovering around 175 dollars. But the good news is now multiple sales at this price, and it has not dropped back down. So. Hang on, is that
0: for his Prism base?
1: Yeah, Prism base.
0: You know what's you know what's funny about that? Herbert's like one fifty right now. Mm-hmm. You know what two is going for?
1: I think it was like, isn't it like 40 or 50? Yeah, yeah it's like 50 bucks right now. Yeah. I w- well, I was, so I was looked another up guy? all 2020 uh, quarterbacks our- and he was the, I think he was performing the worst. I think Jordan Love was even outperforming him. Our buddy
0: Happy John went back and listened to a bunch of old podcasts. He was saying this. I said this last year and I got a lot of crap and I was spot on. I was wrong. By the way, my biggest faux pas, as it were, Russell Wilson in the offseason last year, I thought was, <laughs> I thought was going to be really good. But my other picks, by the way, The resurgence of the Giants, Tua and Jalen Hurts. I actually think there's a world this offseason. Obviously, health number one, and it's the most important thing too. But aside from that, he has to be healthy to perform in the field. I I wonder if Tua is going to come back as like the day one starter. He was very good. If Tua starts this year for them and and is healthy in the playoffs, they probably beat the Bills in the playoffs. Like, that's a guy next year. His market is a third of what it was.
1: I'm just so worried about the concussion stuff. Like if, oh, I, and I too. wonder if there's permanent damage at this point.
0: That's my honestly, like if you had to put like even even playing field like from today going forward, mm-hmm. to his brain, Jesse's heart. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> drag out, you know. What I'm but no, I do start to wonder is to with a guy in the off season again, uh, health aside, like he gets so cheap. Jordan Loves also interesting. All all of that of course is if 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 Aaron Rodgers is actually going to leave. The only problem I have with the Jordan Love market is his pricing is already such like, oh, this guy's seven and three as a starter. Like that is where his market is already. And he's not like, we don't know if Rodgers comes back. He's obviously day one starter. So I do wonder, NFL gets interesting to me after the off, once the off season begins. So we also have to do our official Super Bowl picks. I was about to
1: say, yeah, because I assume we're coming over to your place to watch the game, right? Hannah wants to go to your house. We're sick of being here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I just figured you'd want a family or something else. I'm taking the Chiefs
0: by 38. Just to spite Eric King. (laughs) Mahomes, 73 to 12. Whatever that comes up to, I'll take. Where is this
1: game, by the way? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know either. I kind of want to know. I feel like it's in Arizona. It's in Phoenix. Oh, Carlos. Carlos! Guys, that was Carlos, the producer, the very rare and non very. Right, take vocal. it easy. It's in Phoenix. I know. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I'm think... not the one. I'm not one of the producers going to Arizona. So. Oh, <laughs> <yeah. What laughs> do you want us to go on strike? Yeah. No, what do you, you want, want us do to do to help your case. You tell us what to do. He's gone. I'm in. He's gone no, now. it's it's fine. It's fine.
0: Okay. Who's to blame for this in the company? Who could we? Who could we call out by name? Yeah, here? give Carlos. us a name to
1: shout out. Yeah, it won't affect your job. Everyone in this company is great, and I love working with everyone. <laughs>
0: Okay, let me read between. The, here's what Carlos is really I saying. I heard Listen. everyone
1: is a pain. Well,
0: wow, I know. I know Corey is still at the company. Corey, what are you doing for my man, Carlos? Come on, Corey. I don't know who. The, I don't know who the other sound people are. Corey's the only person I could ever, ever actually call up by name. So, uh, but I like Corey. Uh, it's in Phoenix. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm going. I, it's not I, your turn. I so would just, have
1: gone either way, the opposite, uh, right. but I am going opposite this time. You're going
0: Philly. Yep. I'm going the Chiefs, 31 to 20. And if I'm wrong, we're going to call our favorite CFO, live on the air Monday next
1: 31 week. 31 to 20. What is the, the line on it? Do you know? I think it's still minus one or, one or two. It's, it's, okay. the
0: Philly, Philly is still a slight favorite from what it I've seen. It is still. What is your prediction here, sir?
1: Alright, so if I'm doing a point prediction, I am saying Philly to win and I'm saying 27-20. So
0: either way, we're covered because there's no way the line's anywhere near that big. So you're taking Philly, I'm taking the Chiefs. Yep. Alright, let's go to the next topic and get out of here. I'm I really go back excited. To grunt work.
1: I did have a couple things to do for a straight facts, homie. Just, uh, whenever, the voice. whenever, and then we'll I, I'm the just voice. letting you know that. Cause we didn't no, talk it right about now. before the show. So do it right now. Straight facts, homie. God, that was bad. I haven't done that in so long. I haven't done it. Sh- Honestly,
0: it was better than <laughs> most of what I've heard today. So that's a compliment. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, just a few <laughs> things. There you go. Just a few things to talk about, uh, we missed this last week, last Wednesday, I believe. So there was a, uh, they, they described it as an octet. It's basically just eight packs of 1952 tops oh, baseball. Yeah, this thing just sold for $873,000. I, I can't tell you how nervous I am because I know at one point this was like in the hands of baseball card exchange. So um you know, they were kind of the ones notorious for the whole uh, Pokemon. I think they're good. They're good with sports cards, though. I mean, I hope so. I would they hope are. so. I've,
0: I've, I've, and by and large, I've never heard any issues with sports cards. At this point. Mythical creatures and other crap I don't think they need to mess with.
1: <laughs> At this point, they, uh, I think the pack was traced back to like 1991 where uh, two collectors purchased it. And now they're the ones who are reselling. Um But who knows? I just find amazing. it amazing. I would love, absolutely love to see them app open this, but I wonder if they just keep it as a, a pre-packaged thing.
0: Speaking of, here's a, here's a little connection to that story real quick yeah. before you move on. I ripped some old stuff for me last night as well. 1993 Finest Basketball. Oh, cool. Anything As good? fun as any product I've ripped in my life. Did you pull any rookies? So it's literally just base, and you get one to two refractors per box. That is it. The centering, by and large, is horrible, so most of it won't grade out. Okay. Penny Hardaway, your boy, mm. and Chris Weber, the two chase rookies, uh, it was awesome. Like we didn't hit any huge refractors. We got some Jordans. We're gonna grade a couple of the pennies will grade out. Uh, it was it was awesome. So that's very old cool. stuff
1: is cool. Did guys like the guys like it. Story was it like
0: a? I've already said too much, Jesse. Okay. Next story. <laughs> that's fair.
1: Uh, next story <laughs> is so there's another Topps Chrome product coming out this year. Sapphire. It is Topps Chrome McDonald's All American cards. These apparently from 2006 oh, to from 2008. They, uh, I think, I think it's college. No, uh, it's the kids leading up to college. Oh well, they mentioned college, so I, I, yeah, maybe it is then. Um, but from 2006 to 2008, this was a thing. There was a number of players back then, like James Harden is in this, Kevin Durant, uh, Drew Holiday. They actually still sell. Okay. Like there's a, uh, just recently sold a Kevin Durant PSA 10 of his McDonald's rookie card from 2006. They just sold for a hundred bucks. Um, you know what
0: they call that in Australia? Mackers. No, really? so They call it McDonald's Mackers. Huh? Okay.
1: go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, there you go. There's also a number of like drew holiday, uh, signature cards that sell for like 20, 30 bucks. I think it's interesting. Just the fact that McDonald's is putting out a product right now. It makes me happy and scared at the same time because if they put out this product from 2006 to 2008, that was like kind of the end of the early 2000s like card boom. It's like, are, are they like a death nail? Is this a bad omen for them to come in and start making cards? I don't believe in omen, so it wouldn't matter. But it's just more of a interesting note that McDonald's is coming into the card market with Tops again to put out this product. Um, we'll see. It is uh, also interesting because someone in the mailbag today mentions how many variations of Top's Chrome, Chrome has come out this year. So we'll get to that here in a moment. But uh, Mike, are you getting some McDonald's cards? Macers, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, last, certainly not least, I think uh, someone else also in a separate message to us wanted us to talk more about just interesting auction items. Um, like what things are going for? I thought every once in a while I'll try and throw in some some nice high price stuff. But the uh, 2022 Panini Prism World Cup Messi one of one is on auto? bid over at Golden. No, this is not no auto. Um, it is. It was graded at a PSA nine. Again, it's a one of one. So I don't know how many people care too much about that. It. He had a another like a Nebula version of this card that sold for like. With buyer premium, I think like 92,000, something around there. This one currently with buyer's premium is 98,000. It still has two more, two and a half more days to go. So messy stuff is still very hot. Uh, I don't think anyone was too surprised about that. But I mean, if you've got any. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, maybe time to start looking to sell. But there you go. I will be looking to sell all my messy 101s. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair I, Good call. I still have
0: a box of, I actually might have a few boxes of hobby left oh you kept some? yeah because I, I, I got some loose stuff allocated so I, I, I think I'm going to guess two boxes but I don't quote me so
1: did we have anything to talk about with new releases was there some new stuff coming out? oh there are yeah, there's two on the schedule. Real quick, while you're pulling up
0: pricing for that stuff, too, because based on that question, I'm guessing you don't have pricing, which is totally fine. My list didn't
1: show any new releases, the, at least the two that you have mentioned here. So
0: At least, but the list now shows it. So. Yes, it does. You would agree. You were right. Um, I mentioned the Finest, 93 Finest, which was an awesome rip. I, I ended up spending the entire night breaking last night. We did fine, Top's Finest Baseball last night, a half case BYT. QC issues aside, I still love that product. Very, very impressed with the resale value and with the checklist. I'm still high on that. We did a flawless baseball hit draft. I'm still in on flawless baseball. Like I some guys have come out recently too uh, and like, oh, you know, guys trying to just move dead product, like flaw specifically mentioned flawless baseball. I'm not sure why. I think flawless baseball is awesome. Like for the money, I'm actually a big fan of flawless. We do it hit draft style, so everybody gets a card. We pulled the Torkelson savage jumbo patch auto numbered to like five or four or something weird. Um We also pulled a dual. Actually, this card was probably even cooler for me, at least. It was a one-of-one dual game-use patches of Carl Yastrzemski. And then the other one was the all-star game patch of Dustin Pedroia. I thought that was awesome. Uh, Ken, by the way, yesterday. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Didn't Ken pull something big? First of all, Ken pulled the one-of-one encased RPA of Julio, which is probably, if I had to put a guess, 7,000, 5,000, 7,000? I don't know. Massive. The very next case he pulls the the J-Rod Griffey one of five dual auto. What is with his cases lately? His allocation's been kind of crazy. Backyard cases, baby. Yeah. going right to Evansville. Um, and then we did Mosaic basketball at the end of the night. Same thing for the money. And I and I've I mean, I've said all along, I'm not in love with this the draft class from last year because that's a 2021, the Cade, Jalen Green, all those guys. Mosaic basketball for the for the price right now. I think it's like 350. I think is actually incredible. I, I, I'm sad I only have two boxes left because value-wise and price-wise, I think it's amazing. Also, I found... Wait, wait, wait. I found
1: Mosaic what? Bas- Basketball 2021. What? You already have yes. this? Yeah, it came out weeks ago. The reason Fast I, Break I, comes out. Fast, fast break, break is a different skew. Okay, because yep. I was going to say that also, you've got it for this week, but Blowout is showing it is coming out for next week, so... Oh, then
0: we'll leave that off. I thought it was the 8th. Maybe I got moved.
1: Well, both of those products, the UFC and the Fast Break are both showing on the 15th. Really? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I thought UFC uh-huh. already
0: shipped to me, but I could be wrong. I have found the next card I'm going to I, I always like when I do this. I was doing this in the break, so I bought the card because it's like five, six dollars. Out of this year's Mosaic Basketball, the insert set is called Moments in Time. I'm gonna show you, Jesse. Nobody else can see it, but I don't care about anybody else. This is from the Larry Bird Retirement. It's when Magic Johnson came out and Bird rips his warm-up jacket open and Magic's wearing a Celtics jersey. Oh. I'm going to try to find all the refractors and like low numbered color of that card. I think it's the coolest card I've seen in years. I was thrilled. Oh, that's very cool. So, um, yeah, I'm always pumped when I find like a PC thing that I got a new product. So I'm going to try to buy. So if you have any of those like numbered color,
1: just sell them to me. I will say in the Facebook group, to me. Max posted something that he PCs, which is like the Nike swoosh um, uh, patch. Man, I think that when he had them all out, laid out, it looked really cool. I thought that was, that'd was that be a cool PC project. Yeah,
0: not bad. He's got some monster Nike stuff like that, too. But anyways, that was my little fun fact right there.
1: All right. So then we don't really have a new release then for this week, because I think the, really the only thing is that, oh, man, I already forgot. Hey, Carlos, is it Yu-Gi-Oh or Yu-Gi-Oh? Dude, are you sure? By the way, hang on. UFC Immaculate, I'm still showing as the 8th. I mean, I'm showing this. This is continuing to say the 15th. And when I pull it up, it still says 15th. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's Yu-Gi-Oh, by the way. Yu-Gi-Oh. Thank you so much. There's a big Yu-Gi-Oh release this week. And there's like a uh, historic autographs, Gilded Age, uh, that's also coming out this week. That one, it's not the same Gilded Age. as Or what is the what's the one that Topps just put Tops up? Just Gilded. Gilded. Yeah, no. Crazy it, spike on that, by the way. That product's gone nuke. Lee-er. Though so this 2023 historic autographs Gilded Age does seem kind of cool because it's got like um, Edison versus Tesla and Vanderbilt and Carnegie. I'm trying to figure out like who Should all Should have been it.
0: Edison versus Westinghouse. George Westinghouse. Big component of AC or DC. One of the currents, I
1: forget. One of those two. Man, some of these are really cool autographs. Okay, I don't know anything about this product. I can't vouch for it or anything, but... If you are into old-timey autographs of just like historical figures uh maybe check it out i don't know it looks pretty cool and you shouldn't then you shouldn't, <laughs> then you talk, shouldn't about talk about it <laughs> by the way you're yeah my rep just confirmed immaculate
0: ufc is next week
1: ah there you go
0: all right well only other ripping note by the way we're doing a, by the time you hear this you can tune in tonight at eight o'clock live on our instagram we'll be live with the panini instagram account as well we're going to rip a box of 2022 impeccable football for some sort of big Super Bowl type giveaway this week so you should tune in for that.
1: What is the Super Bowl
0: giveaway? Is it tickets to the Super Bowl? You get to play in the game. That's what it's going to be. <laughs>
1: what? I'm yep. pumped, bro. Um Speaking of things that we're going to, uh, that'll be live by the time you listen to the show, the giveaway for the mint, uh, collective meeting conference card show, it is going to be a box of recon, uh, that is the number one prize. It will be up on our social medias. So go out there, do whatever we ask you to do, and you'll be entered to win not only a ticket, but first place is going to get that box of recon, um, live
0: podcast at the mint.
1: Oh, yeah. We've done that
0: once before and it was kind of a nightmare. We've, we've, this is going to be much better. Yeah.
1: Well, there are plans now. It'll be good.
0: I think this, I think it's like a $300 box at Recon. $250, $300. Hello.
1: Okay. Sweet. Um, Yeah. It'll be simple, but just do whatever we ask and then you can be entered to win. Um, man, I think it's time. I think it's like mailbag time. This may be a shorter episode, honestly. Good. I got to get back to work, bro. Let's do this. (laughs) What is Geo doing right now? Is he actually working or is he like, he He's just literally be, out there shoveling rock into a wheelbarrow, dude, putting it in the backyard, just brought spreading it by hand into the office. Just brought, I mean, into your office there at the house and had him got on the, get on the podcast, go I mean, open work, the window and do. yell to him. Say, Hey, there, Papa, Pop, there's work to do. Do you call him Papa or pop pop? What do you call him? Dad. Well, that's weird. All right. Mailbag from the Facebook and the Twitter. Cause I put it on Twitter today. We haven't done that in a while. Uh, first question up, Cole Benz wants to know, I've subbed a bunch of baseball. Oh, time out, time
0: out, time out. I just got this breaking news alert. It's actually important. Cause Sorry, Cole, we Cole, about. hold on. Yeah, see Benz, chill for just a second. An assembly error involving a Babe Ruth cut auto. Hang on, this is right on the Panini. I think this is right on
1: Panini's. Oh, this is the news about the card. Okay.
0: Yes. All right, yeah, Panini posted this from their Blue Jack Market account. An assembly error involving a Babe Ruth cut auto from 2022 NT baseball was recently brought to our attention. We created, excuse me, we contacted the collector, received the original card, created a new card with a new Ruth cut and is shipping to the collector this week. Images attached. Oh, and they literally remade the booklet. So everybody freaking out about this. Which again, still yeah. Yeah. It's been made correct.
1: So, I'm I'm actually happy to see that. I'm I'm begging the question one, is there does that mean that there's another Ruth signature out there in the wrong card? And two, no, I think, th- no, they already said that they just put that in the wrong one. I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. But so are they didn't lose out because I was thinking, man, those signatures cannot be cheap. So they have to go out and put another one, but it sounds like they just never put the one in. That's
0: what it's, that's kind of what I've gathered. Yes. Okay, cool.
1: Um, sorry. Colbens. Here we go. Colbens with the question. I've subbed a bunch of baseball ahead of the season. When is the best time to put it all out there for sale? I'm so sorry. I was still reading the story.
0: Cole, <laughs> I appreciate you. And Panini's texting now, making sure we're still good for tonight. Go ahead and read that one more time.
1: <laughs> I don't know if
0: we cut that. The audience that. likes to hear it. I don't know, know if we need to, to
1: cut it. it or just leave it. Okay. No, no, just leave it. Just, just read the question. Leave it. People have given up at this point. <laughs> I've subbed. He subbed so much baseball, bro, ahead of the season. He wants to know when's the
0: best time to sell it. Oh, starting in the next month or so. like As pitchers and catchers start to report. Do we see people get promotions, uh, spring league, does somebody go off? I would be very ready to pull the trigger on any sales I wanted to make.
1: Uh, Matt Jones, <laughs> Bowman Draft slash Chrome had more than the usual QC issues this year, including card condition. Majority of base autos have print lines, minor scratches, et cetera. Do grading companies take this into consideration and are more lenient with grading, or should we just expect to see a lot less gem mint's with drafting Chrome Prospects in 2022? The B option. I think you're just going to see less gems.
0: In general, they don't really move for that kind of stuff. They don't like grade on a scale. So I think you'll just see a lower pop count on gems.
1: Has there ever, like, I mean, honestly, do you know of a time off the top of your head where they took that into consideration? Like, hey, everything got messed up. So I'm sure they have. I don't know of one though. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We should ask. We should just reach out. I mean, we have great in context. Reach out to SGC, see if Pete would say anything about that. Nat Thorpe, as we approach the MLB season, who do you see as undervalued and good potential upside right now? Soto is way up on my list. SDP are nasty looking. What's SDP? San Diego. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 Um yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, so I've been very generic in some of my takes like Tatis, Soto, Vlad Acuna, the big guys. Bo Bichette's another guy I think is, people have come way down on. Kind of a quiet off the wall name, uh, at least a little bit more so. I think Ryan Montcastle could have a pretty good breakout season. Very talented hitter. I think the Orioles are actually a very good team and have a ton of youth. So just kind of I what I would look at as well. Ryan Montcastle.
1: Montcastle. That's a good name. That's a solid name. Uh well, patronize Chuck, uh, Chuck Businski. Since doing the podcast, what changes in the hobby that you you've seen? Yeah, there's weird wording on here. Reading has what, been tough. No, I'll no, no. That. The reading's fine. It's the wording's just all right. What changes okay. in the hobby that you've seen? Uh, are you really happy about or really dislike? So we've been doing the podcast a little over two. Call it two and a half years now since we
0: officially started, like off the ringer. Um I have really liked the growth in—I mean, overall the growth in the hobby—you can't deny and you can't argue with. There's way more people involved now than two and a half years ago. I hate how many people now have a social media presence who I think are totally just laughable buffoons, and now they're like they've somehow built a social media platform or presence at least. So I I can't stand
1: that part of it. There are a lot of hard hobby guys who don't care anything about social media. I I think about- I wish I could get, I wish
0: I could detach myself from it, but I'm 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 too entangled. Well that's the problem. We kind
1: of have to be
0: involved to some degree. But I hate that you can't go to a card show without 50 people with cameras yelling and throwing down cash. And almost all of these kids, by the way, almost all there's a couple of genuine ones. But like the majority of these kids are just wasting their parents' money. Like literally that's what it is. They have family cash. They've never built a business in their life or succeeded in the buying selling game. You know, consistently, but they go in and they wear their cool watches and they're awesome and they, you know, yell about crap and they throw cash around. I hate that part of the hobby.
1: Jealousy is not a good look on you, my friend. Oh boy. Um, Shorts aren't a good look on you. (laughs) Next question. Uh, I would also go on to say that I do like the fact that, especially in the last year, you've seen a lot of these companies, these new companies, the ones that are sticking around, starting to uh, work together on a lot of different projects. I've, I've mentioned that in the past that I wanted to see it. And you are starting to see that more and more often because eventually some of these companies, even more than have already gone gone away, more of these companies are going to have to fail, I think. Um, it's just part of business and Starting a new one. Not all of them are going to be success. I do like the fact that you see businesses trying to merge together to create a better, uh, more centralized product for for the people. Just like what are you it, talking about? Give me specifically, I'm sorry, like about say, you. okay, say uh, auction houses and grading companies, or or selling platforms and grading companies for for that matter. But just where you can go one stop shop. You don't have to. I don't have to go and sell my cards with say, PC sports cards or five star cards and uh, go somewhere else to get the grade and then resell or anything like that. Just a matter of putting one stop shop things together. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for the example. I know you hate when
0: I do that. So you're welcome. Next question. I I I
1: I love when you ask me a question, then I tell you, and then you act like you had no interest whatsoever in it. That makes me look like a real cool guy. Ooh, you're welcome. I wish you were here. There'd be so many words exchanged. Rich Moy wants to know, by my count, there are at least eight 2022 Topps Chrome sets. Even if the hobby agrees on which is the flagship rookie, how does the sheer volume of these sets impact values of the tops ro- the top rookies long term? It
0: obviously decreases the value, right? Too much supply. Although there is a lot of demand, there's a lot of it. So it's going to keep the value somewhat
1: capped. How do you pick out a top? Like, which one is the flagship? How do you say which one?
0: Although Sapphire sells really well, too. Tops Chrome update. eh.
1: Tops Chrome, Tops Chrome Sapphire. Those are the two for me. Okay, so this is a noob question. If I open a box of Tops Chrome update, which I did, the card says Tops Chrome on it. It doesn't say Tops Chrome update. Um, Is it a completely different card or a different picture or something than the card that would have come out of the Tops Chrome product? Yeah, totally different sets, totally different skews. Yep. It is. Okay. Mm. Um, Not a bad
0: question, by the way. Don't just stop.
1: It's already. Some of yours
0: are really dumb. That was a decent
1: question. That was a compliment. Name one dumb question I've ever had. I only have six (laughs) minutes left, so I'm not going to get into that discussion. Dylan John Blatz. (laughs) Dylan John Blatz wants to know, hey, Jesse, has Mike realized yet that you have a three part name? Stay safe and healthy. Where do you think Mike disdain comes from? (laughs) Love the show. He says, always listens with his son, Reef Mocha Latte. I wonder if that's a real name.
0: I was Is that like a joke of some kind? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That I don't if know. not, thanks for listening, Reef. I think that's a, that's a super cool name. I've never heard it before.
1: Stop sucking up to the sun. Golly, you're such a panderer. God, it's disgusting. Jeremy Byers wants to know, with Brady now being on a beach in Florida with fans jarring up sand, he walks on. Do the Bucs hand it over to Trask, or do they sign a new QB, a.k.a. Carr?
0: Oh, I hope not, Carr. I, I really don't know. I haven't heard anything coming out of the camp yet from the Bucks. If they end up going with Trask, though, I do wonder what that does for his hobby. Obviously, a starting role would be huge. And you still, I mean, say what you want about that team. They still have some pretty good offensive weapons. So, I'd be very curious what happens there, but I have no insight there.
1: Jason Bernhardt, is Kenny Pickett a legit QB in the making yes. that is worth his current value, or are people overhyping him just because there's no other 2022 QB no. to get excited for? First of Party. all, there is
0: Brock Purdy. Was other the than Purdy, he said. At yeah. Then. pick." I mean, Pickett, I think, is properly valued. He played decent for a team that almost made the playoffs as a rookie. Yeah. I think. By the way, 10 years ago, that would have been a really good rookie season. We've gotten spoiled with the likes of Herbert Burrow and some of these guys coming right in. Pickett had a very good season for a rookie quarterback. I like him, and I don't think he's overhyped or overvalued.
1: I will say that has a really affected my mentality of just sports and quarterbacks in general is that I came into just watching football again for the first time in decades in like 2020, and I've just assumed like every new QB is a rookie and he's drafted because he's great and he's going to start playing great. Like I'm obviously not looking at that from a correct lens. I don't think. No, you're part of the problem. I would say, (laughs) wouldn't you say that about everything that I'm involved with? I don't care for that tone. What's the next question? Anthony real. Do you think Deshaun Watson becomes relevant again with a full off season and a full, uh, full workouts with his first team this upcoming season? I do. I think he's too
0: talented to not be. So, yep, I think we see a resurgence this year.
1: Let's go over to the Twitter. I don't... I'm realizing what now these that guys sound? don't... <laughs> I'm realizing some of these guys don't have real names. This guy just said... His name's just listed as P. Um, so, P wants to know, has anyone ever tried to fight Mike after he called them sweetheart?
0: <laughs> uh, not recently. I'm a very nonviolent person. Very peaceable. When was the last time someone
1: actually got in your face, though? Like grade school? Oh no, I've had some issues. I mean, as an adult, but and not I don't think anything recently. Since you worked at Chili's. Since I uh I may mean, have gotten into a couple scraps in the basketball court. What are some of the games you played at Chili's with the other guys that worked there? <laughs> Do, wh- what? Just go. <laughs> All right, next question. All Thank right, you, P. Trip Williams was that uh, Kyrie trade a win or lose for the Nets because you're getting DeWindle and Finney Smith, two average players, uh, and a first for a Hall of Fame type player. I think it was a win, especially because Kyrie came out and
0: announced he wanted he was he was leaving. Like the fact that they got that much is actually impressive to me. So yeah, considering the circumstances, that was a win.
1: With uh, from Hat and Wax Collector. With the World Baseball Classic starting next month, do you expect a spike with the players participating?
0: Yep. This is what I was talking about with Cole's question. Like, hey, when do I sell baseball? Things like that. If you have prospects in that game, vets in that game, like, yeah, you have to start really paying attention to the baseball market now because you're going to see some pretty heavy spikes for some of these guys because of events like the World Baseball Classic. Uh,
1: Then our last question from Micah. Micah yeah. wants to know, why do you guys think there was actually a LeBron spike right before this next milestone? I never understand the weird. bumps when they're already solidified unless they are championships.
0: I, I have That's a great question, by the way. I, no idea, because in the last month, I have not for a second been motivated to go out and buy a LeBron card. I don't, I don't have any idea why there was a spike. I don't think the scoring record means anything to hardly anybody. But maybe it does. I'm apparently wrong because I am wrong. Like, because it, it obviously has affected pricing, but I do not know, and it doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah, there, there's a number of things why I, I, I would have thought if you had told me that the scoring thing has been a, a thing in the past, or record setting has been a thing in the past, but we know for a fact that it hasn't. Like, there's so well, many Well, but Aaron Judge ra- did. Like, the Judge lead up with the home runs. Some things are, some records. But this, but I mean, like, yes. Okay, so, of course, some records, but I just mean, like, ones that I wouldn't have thought were that big of a deal.
0: Yeah, records built on longevity like this. I just kind of thought. Well, you know, I take that back because you think about like home run, like
1: home runs. Albert Pujols hitting seven hundred. Yeah, like that—that's a a huge deal. So maybe that's true. I guess, but a home run is different than a score. Like they may have scored a lot more than that. Obviously, a home run is different than you know how many. What's their field goals? Yeah. Okay. We'll never know for for sure. That's the bottom line. Oh, it's twelve o'clock on the nose. Can we be done? Take it away, bro. Perfect
0: sports cards nonsense. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We'll be oh, back. Wait, on wait.
1: Trivia Thursday. night, Tuesday, Tuesday. Trivia night, Tuesday, the seventh, seven p.m. Central. Football trivia night. If you want to get involved on Card Shop Live, I'm sorry. Oh, and I'm going to be live tonight doing a
0: massive single sale on Card Shop Live. So there you go. There you and we'll go. be back on Thursday. We have nothing else to say. Goodbye. Bye.